Welcome to the Good and New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say, for your feelings, enjoy the show! Oh, there we go. We are back. Episode 7 from the Good New Studios North. Kyle in Denver with the Good New Podcast. Kyle, how you doing? Pretty good, and you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not too bad. Can't complain a whole lot. I'm going to start with getting it out there that I might sound under the weather. That is true. I'm feeling okay, so don't get too concerned, everybody. COVID-23. Hell yeah. Bringing it back or getting it started, all the above. Um, What I figured out is it's actually called the Kansas City Misery. Oh. So you're miserable after being in Kansas City. And these are all from WebMD. So it says it sets in about 12 to 18 hours after returning home, which checks out it did. Um, violent coughing with hacking up Chief's yellow-colored mucus due to the severely polluted air and water in the city, which I can attest to. Uh, it's disgusting. It's a shithole. Um, aches and pains throughout your entire body mixed with... Kansas City barbecue sponsored diarrhea that will change your mind on passing gas. So be careful. <laughs> Got to second guess it. Yep. Um, dizziness and resentment pour over you every time you sit up and stagger from the couch to the bathroom. So, yeah, all that is exactly what I dealt with. What a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I've never been to the lovely city. Yeah, and I was going to say, if it's on your list to do, I would definitely skip it. Okay. Fucking good. Good to know. Yeah. Cross get that, that off. One off the bucket list. Get that off the list now. Um, yeah, and then a fun fact, we do all that or you have all that going on, plus your lower back is as strong as a saltine cracker and you slept on a shitty mattress in a hotel that uh, claims to be you know, a nicer establishment. Um, and it wasn't, so couldn't move if I wanted to, didn't want to, and here we are three, four days, whatever it is, six days later, seven days later, just a cough, voice is a little fucked up, but we're doing all right. I'm happy to be here, get the sad stuff out of the way right away. Um, yeah, so episode six seemed like that went pretty well, two couples, one podcast, uh, thank you again to our lovely wives for yes, thank you, sport, yeah, stepping up to the plate and uh, being good sports. Um, I think they had fun. I had fun. Thought it was hilarious. I had fun. Got shit from uh, Johnny Me and Alex, or which are two bald fuckers, but they go, "Oh, Denver, we love your hair. Don't ever change it." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. But just hilarious. I thought it was a great episode, and I assume we'll do that. Uh, maybe not the same utter best, utter improvement thing. Soon we'll do something with the wives on yeah. a routine basis, maybe yeah. quarterly or whenever. Um, yeah, housekeeping from that is really just thanking them. And oh, they did have some picks for the Super Bowl that if anyone bet with them, uh, that's your fucking problem. Yeah. In the future, maybe don't. <laughs> yeah, Not you're a an good adult. track record. <laughs> you're an adult. Figure it out. The heads uh, was not heads. It was tails for the coin toss, and the Gatorade. Which was weird. We were just talking about before we started recording. Purple not doesn't necessarily play well with the red uniform. They could have went with yellow Gatorade. Purple Gatorade is what they went with, but oh well. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's episode six, housekeeping. And that gets us into historical events. Today is the 14th, Valentine's Day, if you're not familiar. If you forgot, it's too late because you're listening to it after Valentine's Day and you're fucked. Nice job. Uh, the first one I have on the list here um, is from last week. So either these didn't save or what did we do? Off to a hot start. Yeah, the other one saved, so I can remember them. The first one was Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh. So familiar with that? Nineteen um, Early 1900s, roughly. Capone, Chicago, yeah. Chirac. Um, yeah, seven gangsters killed, Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, that was, yeah, bootlegging. Related to that, yeah. Situation, right? There wasn't a lot of them. I think I only there was two maybe that jumped out at me. Uh, oh, the Alexander Bell versus uh, Alicia or Elijah Gray for the patent of the telephone. Oh, 1876. So Look at that. they sided with Bell um, as the rightful inventor. I was hoping for a better story there. I clicked on it quick, went to Wikipedia, which you can trust. Everything on there is factual. Um, wasn't a great story. I didn't read very much, but I was hoping. There was going to be some sort of, they stole, like, Bell stole it from Gray. Gray got fucked. Bell got the patent. But like maybe there is. Tesla, Edison yeah, situation. Exactly. But not as fun. Yeah, not as fun. Oh, Tricky Dick in 1971. Oh, yeah. Yep, that was another. Installs his tape taping system. Was that, um, was there a term for that? Like, that wasn't the Watergate shit. That no. was something else. yeah. Um, uh, but I remember hearing about it like that was a big thing that people talk about with him. S- legal surveillance or recording people that aren't d- don't know that they're being recorded in the White House. Um, yeah, a bunch of other random weird stuff. Nothing super exciting. Yeah, none of this, yeah, looks very exciting. Kind of a boring day on uh, Valentine's yeah, Day. Valentine's Day, day Massacre was really the highlight. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, National Day Of. You're listening on... February 15th, and of course, the day after Valentine's Day, National Singles Awareness Day. So if you are a single person, it is your day after the couples day. So I don't really know what you do. Is that like certain bars will try to lure people in? Like, hey, you're single. Let's do a speed dating thing. (laughs) That sounds very (laughs) (laughs) Dahmer-esque. We'll have a bunch of other creepy people that are in here waiting to meet you. Maybe go to a bathhouse. Mm, I just really want to take some photos quick, and that'll be it. Um, and then also National Flag of Canada Day, which eh, they they're flat, they have a decent flag. You know, just the maple leaf, yeah. red and white. Pretty basic. Yep. I like it. Clean, classic. So Flag of Canada Day. Yeah. It's no old glory, but. No. God, no. I mean, that's the standard. And then everything else is beneath it. And um, speaking of the standard, best state, National Wisconsin Day also. Didn't even know that was a thing. Didn't yeah. Celebrate it. I learned all it. All the time now. A couple hours ago. Um, so, yeah, don't forget to celebrate those three things. And the famous birthdays that we have for February 15th. Um, Susan B. Anthony, rest in peace. R.I.P. Would have been her birthday. Speaking of old glory. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris Farley. Oh, rest in peace. Wisconsin hero. 
National Wisconsin Day, his birthday. Maybe that's tied together. Uh, and then this one, do you know this name? Matt Groening or Groening? I believe I do. Probably Jessica's favorite uh, TV show creator of all time. <laughs> that's why I put it in here. Guy who made The Simpsons, which Jessica hates with a passion. Some people were really fucked up about that. They're like, oh, wow. she, My sister-in-law specifically text Lindsay saying, do you not like Jessica anymore because she doesn't like The Simpsons? <laughs> um, his birthday, he's, he's alive, so 68 years old. Um, this one, I okay, I remember what it is now. It's a female. Do you know this person, Kyle? Alex Borstein. It's a female. The name sounds familiar for some reason, but I... Think cartoon, voice. Female, voice, cartoon, not The Simpsons. Not The Simpsons, voice. Is it Lois from Family Guy? Yes, sir. Holy shit. Yeah, good guess. Uh, 51 years old. She's She looks like somebody that is in movies, too. I didn't... I just... That was what she was recognized as, was the voice. Um, yeah, happy birthday to... Those two, Matt and Alex. And then you have one more on February 15th, Kyle. Yeah, my lovely wife uh, turns uh, another year older. Um, yeah, cradle robber, but happy birthday, babe. Love you. <laughs> so with with you guys having to celebrate, I mean, Valentine's Day, obviously we're recording and not you're not doing much for Valentine's Day. Did you always have to juggle the birthday and Valentine's? How did you guys handle that, especially when you were first courting and you know really trying to woo her yeah no she's always been pretty easygoing not um not too um pushy about it i will tell one funny story and i'll mm. probably get in trouble for this yes story. this is what um, we're here for so when we were actually getting engaged um i was still in college she was out she was working jesus what a pervert um i had bought the ring because it's somewhere around like a week from her birthday or something like that mm -hmm. uh, was when it was going to be ready. Made the mistake of not sending flowers um, to her place of employment as all the other <laughs> women are getting flowers. So yep. got a, a little bit of heat for that, but made up for it in the long run. <laughs> Did she say, oh, this is just you making up for it as you said you proposed <laughs> to me? No, no. Uh she did not know. She was she was just excited to, to get the ring. I was thinking about that today, and so Lindsay works from home, and I was like, I I actually I don't think since we've been the new work from home thing, I've sent flowers. I used to do it when she had a workplace. I would send the flowers, do different things. Yep. And this year, I just again did not. Maybe on my way home, I'll find something. Go into the local Piggly Wiggly. No free ads see whatever's left over that's not half dead the other thing is like with animals it's like they tip shit over they want to like eat it and what they're super yep. inquisitive as soon as you bring it in the house so yeah i it's not a huge she's not somebody that needs it uh maybe the fruit edible arrangement thing that would have been a good idea i fucked that up so maybe next yeah. year there um yeah uh work from home is great i had flowers delivered here uh, for our anniversary, mm. not today, which uh, having them delivered here when I'm here also was just felt weird to me. Like, <laughs> do you answer the door? No, luckily I was, I was either on a meeting, like a phone call or I was like out for my run, like on my yeah. lunch break. 
You guys answer the door together, freshly showered. And the guy's like, really? Like he had to make, he's, the guy celebrates National Singles Day. He has to deliver flowers to people that work from home together, just banging all day. That would have been great. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so that uh, gets us through historical events, National Day of, and the birthdays. So move on to a different version of current events. Um, one of them that happened last week would have been, and we didn't get a chance to talk about stuff last week because we recorded the Friday prior. It's a whole thing. You guys, when you're famous podcasters, you'll fucking figure out how this stuff works. So Our schedules are just jam-packed full of important Jeez shit. Christ, so give us a break. got to fit it in when we can. One of the things that happened, whether it was, I'm trying to remember, Sunday night, Monday night, whatever it was, LeBron took over the scoring title for points scored in the NBA from uh dr j or who julius uh, irving no oh, kareem. kareem 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 yep former milwaukee played, buck i was gonna say played for the bucks right yep. um and right away the next morning everybody decided they needed to compare lebron to michael jordan who's the greatest now that lebron did this he's better than michael jordan blah, blah, blah. it goes on and on and on which couldn't be further from the truth lebron nobody will argue that he is a supreme athlete but he is, I don't even know, there's a lot of people that probably don't, a lot of reputable people that played the sport that don't have him in the top five. Like Michael, yeah, Kobe, um, Larry Bird, all the different people like from way back to more recent. And LeBron is top 10, I would say, but who knows. Fun little thing here. So LeBron from 2010 to 2022. And then Michael Jordan from 84 to 93, small hiatus. Took his, took his baseball break. Yep, gambling break, 95 to 98. So comparing the, the two athletes, top 75 teammates, meaning like ranking the players that um, would have been on the team with. Is that like scoring or what is that? I think I think just all time, like, you know, wherever Scottie Pippen falls in, he okay. might be like number 74 on the list of all-time players or something. But this is saying top 75 teammates. LeBron has had five of them. If you look at the people he's played with, Jordan had two. Seasons with two all-star teammates. So when he played with other all-stars, LeBron has had five seasons where he had at least two other all-star teammates. Jordan, zero. Top five draft pick teammates. LeBron, 21. Top five draft picks as teammates. Jordan, one. Huge That's insane. difference there. Missed playoffs in these time spans. LeBron, twice. Jordan, zero. This is total rings, talking about rings, but also that LeBron has four, I believe. But this says rings outside of Disney World. LeBron, three. Jordan, six. Because LeBron got his Lakers ring in the bubble. In the bubble, the yeah. fucking Disney World bullshit. Finals losses. LeBron, five. Jordan, zero. Three-peats. Three in a row. LeBron, zero. Jordan, two. So, and you look at the way defense was played back then, and... Yeah, th- just played in general back played then. Played in general. Um, there You can argue both sides, but you'll never have me convinced that LeBron is... Better than Michael Jordan? No, no. There's. I would take Larry Bird. Back then, there was no flop. <laughs> As would I. <laughs> yeah, Larry Legend. Um, yeah, no flopping. It was like there's 
hypotheses that Jordan's flu game was, which this is my flu game, you know, recording sick. This is my there you flu go. Game. Jordan's flu game was him just like super fucking hungover um, from like partying and gambling and stuff. Yep. Or food poison, something weird. It was food poisoning, or yeah, <sighs> fuck. I heard a story about this the other week. Yeah, he like, but like the way he would party yeah. before games was insane. He would go play golf, yeah, for play, hours and play like drink and gamble. Yeah, thirty six holes, just get absolutely shit faced, go until two in the morning, get like two hours of sleep. Yep, and then he'd fuck up your favorite team and not think twice about it. Yeah, and LeBron, he like twists his ankle or like breaks a finger, not even break, like sprains a finger, jams a finger, and they're carrying him off the court. Yep. So, pussy. Um, one thing that happened, recent news, so we got to get that out there. Um, another thing would Not be, a basketball podcast. No, fuck no. Definitely not an Definitely NBA podcast. Not. Um, unofficial Super Bowl results. So, I say unofficial because uh, I would say it's still under contest with the field conditions they were forced to play on. Dude, absolute garbage. It was a joke. Why do you paint the entire field? Terry Bradshaw said something about it. He's like, I don't know what the NFL, like on the broadcast. Yeah, he did at halftime. He's like, they're slipping all over the place. I don't know what the NFL is doing. Why would you put those two giant Super Bowl 52 or whatever, right? It was Super Bowl 52? Yeah. Why would you put those giant logos like at the 30-yard lines or whatever they were, plus any of the giant NFL one right in the middle of the field? Yeah. Shocking. Like, you didn't think Roger Goodell and his team could be more fucking worthless, and they do something like that. Didn't they hear how much crying was going on with the week 17, 16, 17? Whatever, when the Vikings came to play the Packers. Oh, yeah. Field wasn't painted. Everybody was still crying about the field conditions. So you'd think, like, field conditions just brought up recently. Only the biggest game of the year. Apparently that field has been talked about all season long. From week one, they had issues with it. The Arizona field? Yep. They, so what I heard was they had been growing the grass for that field for two years, specifically for this game. Two weeks ago, I believe, I I believe it was two weeks ago, they replaced the sod with the shit that they've been growing for two years. Yep. It was on a moving tray. They moved it in and out to get like optimal sunlight, water conditions, everything the whole time. And it was just absolute trash and somehow still fucked it up yeah insane yeah so that was i was really hoping for a huge slip and missed field goal at that last play of the game that would have been great it was because it was the spot of it was set up perfectly and of course he plants and sticks fine and kicks it through um because he was probably smart enough to change his cleats to the longer ones and yeah they kept showing the pile of cleats too which is hilarious and like speaking of jordan like his jordan branded cleats were like set up all of them were like Fumble fucked around, shoved into a pile, and then there's just like the Jordan shoe that's perfect right there, the Jumpman logo, which was hilarious. Um, so, yeah, unofficial Super Bowl results would be the Chiefs somehow won. The refs had a little bit of help. I, I'm not going to say the holding call wasn't valid. It was just no. in the time, the situation – the refing throughout the entire game, even the play after that, there was like holding on the run to the outside where he slid down. And yep. it's just the inconsistency and to make that call in that moment, just terrible look for the NFL. But you got to have a lot of respect for James Bradbury, the corner who got called for it, who said, owned up to it. He's like, yeah, I pulled yeah. the jersey. I held. It yep. is what it is. I was hoping I was going to get away with it. Yep. So and, only Eagle who isn't a scumbag. And he was a former he got cut by somebody i saw a funny meme that was like they oh would it have been the giants 
because the Giants traded or released Tony. The Chiefs got oh, Tony. Yep. Yep. And then Bradbury was cut by them to it was basically alluding to the fact the Giants helped the Chiefs win and helped the Eagles lose by those two players. Ah. Which was interesting. Um yeah, I and for the people that still haven't put two and two together with the ball being uncatchable, the holding call that doesn't matter. Right. So it's not a pass interference. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a shitty way to end a game that I thought was great. It was a pretty fucking good game, minus yeah. the slipping around and sliding around. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind the slipping around and like having to deal with the field conditions, provided it's like actually natural conditions, not giant fucking logos painted for yeah. no reason in the middle of the field. Yep. But Travis Kelsey, like the way he talks, like well, I, I don't Loser. understand that. His brother. Sounds Total like opposites. a normal person. Total opposites. And then Travis Kelsey just sounds like a frat boy moron. Yeah. Don't like him at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't either. If I had to pick between the two, I'm taking Jason Kelsey. Um, yeah, that's without him, the Chiefs, he's a good good tight end. Really good. Oh, yeah. Without him, they, Supreme athlete. They're, not a, they're not a talented team because – the amount of times that he throws a block and then goes out late for a route, and that's the throw that Mahomes makes. Yep. So, yeah, it's like it's on him. Mahomes, people are obsessed with him. I don't see – like there's – he makes some plays that for a young man that should have like arm talent and everything else going for him right now that it's just like, what was that? He's the NFL's LeBron. Yeah, uh-huh. ESPN just loves to – Blow him. Oh, God. Just down to the balls, everything in the mouth. Um, so, yeah, the Super Bowl was uh, I lost. I tried to fabricate a double or nothing bet, which ultimately <laughs> didn't work out for me anyway. I went as far as screenshotting a text message, altering the time that the message was sent to then just recant and say, yeah, good thing you didn't want to go through with it. Um, that bet that I had from the championship weekend. So, that was fun. Luckily, I only owe $50. I'm going to try my best not to pay up on that. Uh, there's a handful of bets that I put $5 on Mahomes to be the MVP, and that paid out $10, What'd you get, like, $3 and then, profit? Uh, what else did I get right? Touchback, opening, opening kickoff being a touchback. I think out of the Super Bowl, there was maybe a net profit of – 20 to 30 dollars and then um a loss of probably more like 40 or 50 uh which it was on ridiculous stuff like the mvps the um first scoring play i had which oh my god it was close first scoring play i picked chiefs defensive touchdown or special teams and that first play, as he got hit, he fumbled like out of bounds. Yep. Oh, and then we saw there's another official Chiefs defense touchdown. And there could have been a second. Yep. But they called it back. Same guy, I believe. Yeah, it was. He had a hell of a game. Uh, yeah. So fuck the Super Bowl. Not hashtag not my Super Bowl. Um, Don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but halftime show. What'd you think? <laughs> my mom texts me. This is disgusting. <laughs> Which, I, and especially two years in a row, like the same, uh, very similar genre and like style of performance, like back to back Super Bowls. I could see how people, like, okay, like loved Chris Stapleton um, national anthem. Maybe something along those lines would have been really great, you know, to switch it up for the halftime show. Um, 
Rihanna, pregnant, talented, sing, dance, didn't really dance that much. A little bit of vulgar touching and whatever else. I, that's, Jessica brought that up, and I'm like, well, maybe she's going into labor. Maybe she's like, oh, shit, checking. here it comes. She's checking quick. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was too bad. I like Rihanna's catalog a lot more than Beyonce's, though. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Give me Rihanna every year if I never have to listen to Beyonce in a halftime yeah, again. Yeah, I'll make, the, I'll make that deal. Um, it was from just a operations or logistical standpoint, like what the fuck they did with like those floating platforms. Insane. That one camera view where they like panned out and when she was at the highest point was wild. Um, the fireworks in the desert and a lot of fireworks, if there wasn't some sort of forest fire, or maybe that's what's making all these trains derail. I don't know if you saw that recently. That could but, be. Um, <laughs> all the way in Ohio. Yeah. Well, and in Houston, Texas, and in yeah, Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it, was, it was fine. I wasn't like amazed by it, and I would have been fine with Chris Stapleton or somebody else. But What did you think about her uh, dancing Chinese balloons? Oh, my God. <laughs> the memes that are created off of like them just running out onto the field and everything. The ones I've seen, like one was uh, the drugs entering Mahomes' system after halftime, like, you know, for his ankle or whatever. Oh, that was totally fake, too. <sighs> the way he ran into that locker room, all of a sudden he's, like, fine when he's not on the field. Lindsay brought up a great point. Would you consider the Toradol or whatever they give people, like, wouldn't that be considered performance-enhancing drugs? To give somebody medicine, a drug... To help them not feel pain to perform. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I see that, but at the same time, I mean, I know if Rogers, you give it to a healthy person, yeah. there's probably going to be zero effect. Yeah, that's true. Rogers has benefited from it multiple times, where they've doped him up a little bit to yeah, get him through something. They get paid millions of dollars. Who knows what the long term side effects of that are? So, oh yeah. Um, you did or did not like the halftime show. I, I thought it was decent. I'm glad that they didn't run out, like, fucking 80 different people yeah. like they typically do. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of nice just to hear one Were person. Were your, your and, kids watching it? Uh, no, we put the kids to bed, like, right at the start of halftime. So what, Let's fast forward a couple of years where they're up watching that sort of thing with you, and they're, like, in middle school or whatever age. Is that something where you're like, oh, man, I wish they wouldn't have just saw what they just saw? I didn't think there was anything, like – too terrible yeah she grabbed her crotch a couple times i don't i guess i didn't really pay attention to the dancing too much that that was really it is that one part and she slapped her ass or something um and some of the backup dancers like were there was some thrusting i guess thrusting and they're like sticking their tongues out and just the outfits it was there's a few certain shots where it was really like weird and sexual, and like if it's not your style, you're like, right. "What the fuck why? am I watching?" I don't understand. Like, I get you're you're putting on a show, but why do you need all these like just dumbass dressed dancers every year? I don't know. It's wild. Imagine like just imagine being in those meetings where they're trying to come up with what we're gonna do. <laughs> I I know what's going on. All these Chinese balloons floating overhead. We'll dress all the dancers up like those. We need to legitimize the Chinese balloon operation. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, next topic: the balloon situation was. When the hell did they figure that out? A week ago now. But yeah, then there's been more recent the, stuff. Yeah. Within I mean, the last. It seems like, like every fucking day days. there's a new one popping up. Yeah, and I China's have, got them now too. 
Oh, they're. I bet they're flying their own just to make it look like, yeah, it's yeah. happening to us too. Yeah, insane. <laughs> this is crazy. We hate this Where also. Where are these Chinese balloons coming from? We definitely don't want these here. Um, I have it on good authority, a pretty uh, good source that I'm going to keep to myself, um, that somebody that works at the 115th Fighter Wing in Madison, which they are the uh, outfit that helped take down the UFO, Unidentified Flying Object, over Lake Huron. Shout out Captain John Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, That on Sunday, I believe it was Sunday, maybe Saturday, the 115th, they got red alerted and scrambled to come in and that they rarely ever go full afterburner on takeoff to get to where they're going. And they did this time and they made it from Madison to the UFO over Lake Huron in three minutes. So that's insane. If you just think about what it takes to do that. I think they usually need to have clearance from Joey or somebody like his defense secretary. I don't know all the inner workings of it, but you can't just like go hundred percent throttle every time you take off. I could imagine getting from Madison to Lake Michigan in three minutes. Yeah. So they were hauling ass to take down this UFO that apparently from the same source had electronics like recording surveillance type electronics and is moving extremely fast compared to that stupid shitty weather balloon they had originally because it went from Colorado to Lake Huron in less than a day so it's moving quickly doing a lot and it must have had like uh there was something I I heard about um like sonar or radar or whatever the fuck Mm. um like however it scrambles that yep. because the first missile, the first Sidewinder missile, $400,000 misses it. First off, why are we paying $400,000 for anything that gets shot once and is done? Seriously. That's but. shocking. Um, yeah, so fun times. I, I would have to imagine these UFOs have something to do with those train derailments. Aliens or China? God. Uh, and why can't we ever recover any of the debris? Debris. Um, the one in Lake Huron, it was because the the water was too choppy. Stop it. That's what they said. That's what they said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The water was too choppy. And then it was, at one point it might have been because then it sank to, it was too deep. What the fuck, man? We recovered the Titanic or at least like got down to the Titanic. How hard well, is if, it to... if you believe in that. <laughs> All right, tomato, tomato. All right, well, I'm pretty sure we've scooped, like, fucking German submarines did, after World War II and shit. Did they ever get the Edmund Fitzgerald out of Lake Michigan or whichever lake that was part uh, of? The lake, it is said, never gives up her dad, so oh. I don't believe so. There you go. Shout out Gordon Lightfoot. Great tune. Oh, man. And a good beer, too, from yeah. uh, Great Lakes Brewing. Um. Yeah, so that's got a little sidetracked with all that stuff. But those are your uh, current slash recent kind of current events. Um, yeah, that covers those things. We are uh, pretty much due for a commercial break. Wow, yeah. first half hour flew by. Yeah, it did. Wow. And we have some exciting stuff coming up. So we're going to do this week. The schedule of content brings us to the how many lattes rating scale, which we're not doing 
an album or a movie or any of that. We'll so try to keep it more brief than the last time. I don't know. I think we might ramble a little bit. We will probably ramble. Interesting stuff. So my experience in Kansas shitty and Kyle's experience in Jamaica. So, yeah, we'll be right back after these messages. Are you looking for more protein in your diet? Try the new two nut bar from D's. Everybody out there has a single nut bar. There's nut bars everywhere. But nobody else has a two nut bar like D's. All right, and then uh, thank you to D's. D's nuts? D's nut bars. D's nut bars. The two nut bar. Definitely give that a shot. You got to have two nuts in your nut bar. Um, appreciate that sponsorship. So we are on to the how many lattes, the rating scale um, that we came up with, completely proprietary, trademarked. Uh, feel free to use it, though, if you'd like. We're talking about our recent travels. So we're going to start with the bad and go to the good. So the bad would be Kansas shitty. I was there for work um, Sunday Sunday even, afternoon through Wednesday afternoon of last week. And yeah, not um, not a ton of highlights. It's a trade show. So if anyone ever goes to a trade show, depending on what the industry or whatever the reason is for the show, I'm sure there's really good ones. Like I would love to go to the PGA show in Florida in the winter and see a bunch cool. of cool golf shit. I'm actually going to go to the Milwaukee golf show this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, depending on what you're going to see, it could be cool. This one. I'm sure store. you see all sorts of people at shit like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, especially if you're there as, like, a vendor or uh-huh. like working it. Yeah. And the problem is you have to talk to people that either A, are tire kickers, or B, they are trying to sell you something on top of you being there to oh, sell people yeah. stuff. So it's just it's a recipe for no fun for the most part. There are some cool parts about it. Um, but those are usually overshadowed by the the travel, being away from home, shitty bed, getting sick, whatever you want to, you know, the laundry list goes on. But as we were on our vacation, to vacations, Kyle was on vacation. I was not necessarily on a vacation. We were emailing each other back and forth, just some highlights, stuff that we wanted to recap, um, which is funny to look back through this list because some stuff, I'm like, what the hell is that about? So let me go through the, the first night. So we got there. And the opening reception was at this place at this place called No Other Pub. I will say that was a cool place. Um, tons of games, like they had beer pong tables set up, like permanent beer pong tables with plastic cups with water, so you don't have to worry about that. Foosball, shuffleboard, uh, mini bowling lanes, all this stuff. So like a sporting kind of bar, kind of like that whatever the hell social that they have in Milwaukee or that we went to for your bachelor party. Exactly. Yep. It's their own version of that in like this touristy, like sports bar, like district downtown. Um, so that was pretty cool. And coworker and I, we played four or five different games against, um, a different coworker and a, um, guy that was there for the trade show and then that guy and his brother those guys happen to be from canada so everything about the queen was said like we're just going to town on <laughs> going oh, to town on the queen going to town on the queen R. as R. we <laughs> kick their fucking ass and like the bar olympics we kept saying and i mean the party like the opening reception like there's a lot of people there talking and get you know getting a, a good buzz on but all of a sudden just like at some point like 
we hit double cups on beer pong and I'm just screaming <laughs> and the place kind of quiets down. So, I mean, we, we had a good time doing that. Um, so shout out to the Canadians that got their dicks kicked in. Um, and then, you know, just riding around on the bird scooters, which those things are so hit and miss with if they work, if they're charged, if they're going to fall apart underneath of you, the rules and laws of like, are you supposed to be on the sidewalk? Or are you not supposed to be on the sidewalk? The locals, the buses and stuff honking at you and just like, they know you're a tourist probably and they fucking hate you that you're on a scooter riding around their town. Yep. Um, so some of them pieces of shit. Some of them were like, oh, this one's like new or it hasn't been used as much. And this is like cruising. This is really fun. And then all of a sudden it just like dies out because you're in a slow zone or something. So not ideal. So they can set up like different like quadrants or whatever for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you can't figure that out unless you look at your phone, which you're riding the fucking scooter. (laughs) Your phone is in your pocket. So all of a sudden it just cuts out. And it's not as exact as you would like like you might be in a crosswalk and all of a sudden it's like does it like slam on the brakes or doesn't slam on it it's just it like it dies like it just slowly comes to a stop and then you can you have to push it and then you get out of it and then whoop you're right back up so very confusing huh you would think that you would have some sort of flashing light on the scooter itself telling you handles vibrate or something yeah anything um so yeah bird scooters not a ringing endorsement from me i would say there's a lot of room for improvement um as i put in the one email uh bird scooters are junk that was what i said to kyle via email and dangerous as fuck and i did find out that was the first night we rode them we rode them again the second no it was all just the first night because i looked it up the next morning monday morning can you get a DUI on a bird scooter? Yeah, you can. So really fucking glad that we didn't get stopped. (laughs) At one point later that night, there were, let's see, workers, so four of us and two Canadians. And, yeah, so there's six of us bombing around the streets, riding on sidewalks, weaving trees, me and the one Canadian. Like, we were just going to town, having a great time. If a cop would have, like, saw that, he'd be like, let's just talk to these guys probably. Sunday night, like, people are getting crazy. Six of them on scooters just weaving through stuff. Thank God that didn't fucking happen. Um, saw a pretty decent amount of homeless people, which bigger city you In expect Kansas it. City? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be warm enough for them. Oh, yeah. It was like 50-some degrees, almost 60. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It's, so everything's dead and brown and ugly, like worse than it would be like in summer. But, um, yeah, there was a decent amount. Dirty city, fucking filthy. And, again, big city, that's to be expected for the most part. The, I will say the homeless people or the street people that we encountered, we actually really didn't encounter them. They didn't like panhandle or like get too pushy. Some towns, like you can't, like if you look in their direction, they are all over you. you. Yeah. So that was kind of surprising that we didn't have to deal with too much of it after seeing them. Um, And then, yeah, we were waiting for a pizza back at the hotel. And one way or another, somebody I was with, there was a slight discussion at the bar inside about what are you doing? Oh, you didn't tip that much, whatever it was. That person called out the person I was with and that was fine. That was it. And then we go outside waiting for the pizza and that person and his uh, buddies or coworkers walk out and he's like, oh yeah, that's the guy that was giving me shit at the bar. And I was like, oh, weird. And you could tell he was kind of staggering. 
our age, mid thirties, maybe staggering, pretty drunk sees us. I hadn't seen this person yet. Sees us, comes over, starts talking to him like, Oh, what was your problem inside, man? What was like, what the fuck was your problem? Why are you so upset? Why? And he's just like brought all this out and on. Like we didn't like seek it out. And I'm just listening, just watching like, okay, where's this going to go? And, uh, the person I was with was very responsible, deflected, like, Hey, it's fine. I know you're drunk. Like, leave us alone. We don't want to talk to you. We're just like out here on our own. And then I don't know if I said something or a few things and <laughs> I don't usually like to instigate or anything like that. No, I'm not, never. Not a pot stirrer by any means. Um, but at one point he's like, Oh, are you, are you his boss? I'm like, no. He your boss? I'm like, no, we work together. Okay. And then he went on about who we work, you know, what we're in town for. And, oh, we're part of this association. He was part of a different one. Oh, you don't give us any respect. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> dude. You don't even know what you're talking about. So, and he wouldn't leave, wouldn't leave. And then he's, if somebody, me maybe said something and he's like, oh, you want to go around the corner? And I was like, I just stood up and I was like, well, what are we going around the corner for? Let's just do it right here. Hoping, kind of in the back of my mind, maybe a little inebriated, but n- nothing like to worry about because I was just joking, having fun. But in the back of my mind, I was like, if he does something, the person I'm with will absolutely destroy him, which is <laughs> hilarious. And I kind of want to see that. And he, then he, as soon as I said, we can do it right here, he takes his little life jacket vest off that he's wearing, throws it on the ground. <laughs> fucking chucks it on the ground and i'm like what are you doing with that pick up your coat and then he gets more upset he starts like licking his lips and rubbing his hands together i'm like why are you licking your lips like this is, i'm just talking to him like why are you licking your lips do you want to kiss or what are you <laughs> he's getting, where are we going here <laughs> he's getting more upset and more upset his friend comes over the bellhop comes over we're like we're just waiting for pizza i don't know what this guy's doing he's wasted it was hilarious because like for at, we were finally me specifically not in the wrong, like didn't seek it out. This guy's just out of his mind. We're like laughing at how drunk he is. And yeah, it was. Yeah, you're going to razz him a little bit because he's being a complete moron for no reason. Exactly. And I thought about it the next day and I was like, oh, if Barry was here, oh man, this guy would have a broken fucking face by now and the cops would be here. So shout out Barry for always cleaning up the mess. Um, who also never instigates anything. No, 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 no. Good. It's just me and him, a couple of good guys, straight shooters, just trying to help. Never trying to do any wrong. So that was the first night. Uh, <laughs> Hot start. Yeah. And some other notes that I uh, had were the hotel had this like water feature, smelled like semen, like chlorine. Really, <laughs> really. a picture of that. Very odd to have. It didn't make the any sense. The location that it was and didn't just make any what sense. it was. Yeah. So the Marriott downtown Kansas City is not like if you do end up in Kansas City for some reason, don't feel like you have to go there. There's a better place, I'm sure. Uh, Bush Light, 750. It's That's like, insane. It's Missouri, like the home of Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. You think they would cut some deals or like try to promote the shit out of their you product? Damn near buy a bushel for that back home. Exactly. Um, they did just pass Missouri as a state legal uh, recreational weed. So if you're into... Marijuana and the different forms it comes in. I will say Missouri just got that figured out, which the tax base you can create and money for your state, huge supporter of that. So they did have one thing in the state of Missouri that they figured out and is going for them. Um, yeah, that's so that's like a recap on the first night. Um, 
we got Kyle's notes there. Let's go. Let's see. Second night, we traveled out and about. Had some really interesting Uber drivers. Um, went to a, a gas station barbecue joint. And Kansas City is one of the places in the country that's known for their barbecue, supposedly. I wasn't blown away by any of it. The gas station had the best barbecue. The other stuff that I had was, eh. Um, Which is weird. You'd think it'd be like gas station sushi. Dude, this gas station, Kansas City Joe's or Joe's Kansas City. Yeah, no free ads. But amazing use of a gas station. Excuse me. Fully functioning pumps. You go inside. They have the normal counter where you can get your smokes, your... Um, cigarettes, your, yeah, well, I already said that. Um, they got beer right next to the register, like tap tower right next to the register. So that serves the restaurant, but you can also get beer over at the restaurant counter. So I don't know if people are just going to get gas and going inside for a tap beer, but you could do that if you wanted to. I was going to say, is it like since COVID, I know there were some places you could do like drive carry outs like and take out booze orders. Or? I, I don't know, but it was fucking awesome. So we walk in. And there was a long line of, at the um, barbecue counter and like full like seating and stuff like restaurant style inside there. Very minimal gas station type feel. And I look, I look over to the gas station counter and I was like, oh, they have beer over there. I'm like, well, why would we stand in line without a beer? I'll go get us beer. And yep. the people, when you're not f- like from Wisconsin or you're not used to it, I walk up to the guy. I'm like, yeah, I need four of these. He's like, well, I need four IDs. I'm like, well, it's for me and the three guys right there waiting to get food, which all of them are older than I am. Um, and he just like couldn't comprehend. He's like, well, you're in line to get food. I'm like, yeah, but there's a line. Like we want a beer while we're in line. Can, can we not drink and wait? He it was like blew his fucking mind. I was like, okay, so if I get the IDs, he's like, yeah, I guess. Okay, so I got the IDs, came back. <laughs> Why is me... everybody so ornery? Oh my Kansas god! City. I mean, he does work in a gas station barbecue joint, so maybe that's not the the best. But so that place was cool. And then we went to a really shady, stupid casino that one of the locals told us is only grandfathered in to that location because it is literally a house built on an Indian burial ground. Native American, Native that, to the Americas. Well, he didn't. I didn't ask, and maybe there's. I don't know. People from India would well, have been bar- buried there. I don't valid know. Valid point. I stand um, corrected. Yeah, they're people too, Kyle. Jesus. Um, Big shot sh- my church. It's a three or four story house that each floor is the goddamn same. The slot machines, a cigarette vending machine, a bar that is closed, and a bunch of degenerates that might stab you. So three floors of that, and I did not feel safe or happy to be there at all. We got out of there within 20 to 30 minutes after a few people played the slots. From there, went to a dive bar. So was bar. this like the Jim's County line of casinos? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Were you afraid you're going to get hepatitis touching anything? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it, I felt like I was on a TV show because they're like, we asked one of the body or bodyguards, the security guards, like, oh, the Uber driver said that there would be like, we could do sports betting here. He's like, oh, yeah, um, maybe on the second floor. I'm like, you don't fucking know? Like, you just, you don't know? We're like, okay. So we went up and no, it's everything's identical. Like the same room layout and everything. And we're like, no, you can't do that up here. So it was just a mind fuck. And then we got out of there and not a moment too soon because there's some characters that arrived that it did not seem safe and went to a dive bar. And we talked to the bartender there who was a self-proclaimed 
um, retired or expired hipster. I can't remember how he phrased it, but it was funny when he said it. And as tiny little service, like service industry bar, like where other bartenders and cooks and those type of folks go. Really interesting, like tiny little place, shitty taxidermy, cool stuff like that. And he told me, yeah, you can just bet on your phone. And I was like, oh, but don't you have to go to a casino to get it set up? Because I've tried this once before. He's like, no, you can just do it right on your phone. So I downloaded the Bet MGM app, fired it right up. I had to just put in my social security. That was it. So sitting at the dive bar, got to do some sports betting instead of at the shitty casino. And the Uber driver from Thailand, oh, my God. He, somebody's asking him questions in the vehicle and we're getting lost and it's like taking triple the amount of time it should get somewhere and I was in the front seat I like to sit in the front seat when we take an uber somewhere I didn't just I get my own seat then I'm not squished in between a bunch of people maybe a safer option with like the better seat belt or who other knows. than being stabbed by the driver correct which I thought could have happened for sure um but he was telling some interesting stories about how somebody, his buddy, of course, we had to ask his, oh, when did you move to the United States? Where did you do this? You know, somebody's asking all these questions while I'm sitting there listening, not interested. Um, He moved to Seattle 10 years ago, let's say. It was like roughly that. And then he moved to Kansas City just three months ago. We're like, oh, what made you want to change? And he got it out, broken English. He's like, Basically, his friend lied to him and told him because his friend from Seattle moved to Kansas City and the guy was in communication with him and his friend told him, yeah, it's awesome. You'll love it here. And he moved here. <laughs> he moved to Kansas City. He He's took like, it hook, line, and sinker, huh? Yep. He's like, yeah, he lied. He lied to <laughs> well, me. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. Seattle probably isn't all much better. No, but I mean, different um, topography, different like cool, like some cool shit, the ocean, whatever yeah, else. I like suppose. you got some, some cool stuff. So his buddy totally fucked him, which was hilarious. Um, so that was the second night. Just wild adventures. <laughs> Wake up the next morning, go to the trade show. We're sitting there eating breakfast. Just like a quick breakfast sandwich in the booth before people show up. There are two people there talking to uh, the you know one of us and their customers or former customers, whatever. We're eating. This other guy who came with, Pat Dixon, and hilarious, like salt of the earth type person means well um knows a shit ton about a lot of different stuff he starts telling the story he goes ah i just had quite the experience okay pat what does that mean i was in the bathroom like well this is good (laughs) i'm eating like what i don't need a bathroom story in the bathroom and you know before i sit down to shit i always look at the seat make sure it's clean and I was like, yep, uh, yep, sure. Everyone, I'm, I would think most, pe- most people do. Well, sat down. All of a sudden, I feel something on my ass. What? I feel something on my ass. <laughs> I reach back there. There's water. I look down. There's water. My nuts are floating. <laughs> Toilet's clogged. I don't know oh, how. Oh, no. I don't know how... He got to a point where if it flushed or something happened before and like it was slowly filling up, just a timing thing. He shit, but also <laughs> sat there and he's like, "Yeah, not last night I had the barbecue and baked beans, so you can imagine oh, what I was my God. what I was sitting in." <laughs> As I'm trying to choke down my breakfast sandwich while somebody's talking to two customers and he's just having this conversation, he goes, and then. 
I get cleaned up, stand up, and the auto flush goes off. So it's now overflowing. Oh, no. Everything that was in there, his, not his, whoever's, oh. is coming out. <laughs> he, he says, yeah, I walked out. I saw the guy. I told him, hey, you got a problem in there. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I just threw away the rest of my breakfast sandwich. I was half laughing, half wanted to throw up. I was like, fucking A, Pat. Nice job. So that was just some of the things, you know, the highlights that come out of it. And then that night we go to a different casino, casino which was a real casino. I learned how to pl- play roulette, which was awesome. Have you ever played roulette? I have not. I'd it was, be interested to learn. So it was really cool. Um, you have a table minimum, just like blackjack or whatever, and you have to have in the certain quadrants of like the numbers or the black and red or whatever, like the different quadrants of the table, you have to have the minimum bet in those. So you can't just put like one here, one here, one here. This one. So does it have to be your bets or if you're playing with like say yours. four people total? Your bets. Per so player. you, per player, has yep. to have one in each quadrant. So the table we were on was $15 minimum. So I would do stacks of either um, five, three stacks of five, single chips, so a dollar, or five stacks of three, and then you would just put those, you want to put them on a number, you want to put them in the corners or like, you know, on four numbers, mm-hmm. and they all pay out different odds, which being a dealer for that, I don't know how the fuck the guy, and the dealer was awesome, Jim, had some great jokes. I text you one, which in in text form, it's not as funny. But for the listeners, what's worse than ants in your pants? Uncles. <laughs> so he's telling us that stuff. There's a bunch of other people standing around. He had some Michael Jackson jokes that were very uh, hilarious. Um, had a, uh, have you heard the one of the frogs um, on the farmer's pond? So farmer's got some frogs in the pond. He wants to get rid of them. And he's catching them, and he's talking to them. The first one, he goes, what's your name? He goes, Frog. What are we doing in the pond? Blowing bubbles. He goes, all right, well, you can't go in there anymore. Gets the next one. What's your name? Frog, Frog. He goes, oh, okay. What were you doing in the pond? Blowing bubbles. He goes, all right, well, you're done. You can't do that anymore. Catches the third one. Let me guess. Your name's Frog, Frog, Frog. He goes, no, it's Bubbles. Very similar to a uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie Duck one that I've heard before. Mm-hmm. Yes, very good. So he's just like throwing all these kind of jokes out as he's like running the board, and it was very impressive. He did make one fuck up. I picked my wife's birth date number almost every time. He put the little butt plug looking thing that signifies the winning number on the number below it. So 26 is what I had. He put it on 29. Okay. And he clear, started to clear the board. And I was like, whoa, hold on. I It was 26. You put that on the wrong thing. Oh, so your, your bet I was hit. Yeah, I hit. And I was correct. And there was one other person who bet the whole row. Mm-hmm. You just like bet the whole row and you get less money. But um, And he's like, oh, no, really? I was like, yeah. And so he had to call a pit boss over who she was not happy. Like, she's not a of happy. Of course. They, they never, never are. They never are. Um, and it's like, it, like it's their money. Seriously, they must get like bonuses for not having that kind of shit. Ha- Who knows what it is, but whatever. It's like, dude, be happy. You'll have people that are happier. They're not going to treat the dealers like shit, whatever. Um, so they had to review the tape, instant replay. They had to look at, <laughs> seriously, they had to look at the cameras. Jack Ryan won. Exactly. And we're sitting there waiting. And I told him and I told her, I'm like, yep, this is my bet right here. 
And she comes back. She goes to the person who had the bet on the row, who had two or three. I forget what it was. Yep, we have your two yellow chips. We will pay you this. And she goes, sir, you, we can only see one green chip. And I was like, uh, I don't care what you can see. I had three of them on there. I've been betting that way the whole time. And she like set the chip. She's like, we can only see the one just like this. I hit it out of the way and I put my three. I'm like, this is what it was. I don't care what you saw. This is what it was. And she got uppity, started whispering to Jim. They, and I was like, I, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, you're the one with the cameras. Your dealer messed up. This is what it is. Like, yeah. I thought about it after the fact. She could have done some deductive reasoning based on the rule of $15 minimum bet. And he looked at my other stacks I put out there. Yep. It would mean that I either cheated the system, which, I, you know, whatever. Or, yeah, that means there was three there. I got paid. It was the best payout I had. Made my money back that I lost on blackjack an hour prior and roulette. I'm kind of addicted, assuming you get a good dealer. If you get somebody who's dry and boring, like maybe it's not fun. Um, And then the last thing, Barstool Sportsbook, Kansas City. Or actually, this was in Kansas. Is that is that an actual location, or do you just a counter? Just a counter counter. within the place. Okay. And then there is the app. But these, these, all these casinos are in Kansas because Missouri, you can't sports bet. So you have to drive 10 minutes across oh, the river okay. to Kansas. Um, so Kansas, in my mind, I like quite a bit because of the sports betting. Barstool Sportsbook in Hollywood Casino was a clusterfuck in terms of not knowing how to do this stuff. You could scan a QR code, build your bet slip on your phone, take it up there and scan it. So I do all that, get up there. I'm like having him scan it and he's... Obviously thinking I'm a pussy because it's like, oh, $5 bet on this, $5 on this, 10 on this, 10 on this. And he's like, all right, uh, it'll be this much. And I was like, give him my debit card. No, cash only. I'm like, well, there's no fucking signs that says that. Like, how am I supposed to know? Like, why would that matter? Like, it's legal. We're not breaking the law. Right. Why can't I just give you my card instead of going and getting... So I didn't even place any bets with them. I just kept using the bet MGM app because I don't have to... It's easy. Just right. simple. So the Barstool Sportsbook. Portnoy, take notes. Yeah, figure your shit out, man. Also, if you want to give us a contract, we can work something out. Yeah, uh, I won't live there, but I'll go consult and like, oh, fix shit. Yeah, God, no. no. <laughs> Not moving to New York or Kansas or any of that shit. No. And then, um, yeah, basically drove another seven hours back Wednesday and did some sports betting driving through Iowa, and that was pretty cool. Almost pulled off to Cody Weber's house. We drove right by. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that would have been fun. Hopkintonville, New York. Yes. Or whatever the hell it is. What, yeah. From Deeds. Um, yeah, I forget how he says yeah. it. Winchesterville. Winchesterfieldville, Iowa. That's what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the Kansas sloppy, Kansas shitty experience. I would rate it a... Um, it would have been a six-pack, but the fact that they did legalize marijuana for those who do want to participate, and it's just a good business decision overall, I would say Kansas City gets a 12-pack, so a two out of five. Okay. Yep. Yeah, not bad. So not something I need to bump up the ladder too much. but If you're going through or, yeah, if you lose a bet and that's where you have to go, it's not awful. Okay. All right, I guess that brings up Jamaica. Jamaica. Um, oh, I learned something right before you uh, say it. This is Jamaican or the locals say it. Wagwan. Wagwan, yes. That got Hell brought yeah. up a lot. There was a lot of uh, <laughs> white folk um, trying to speak 
Jamaican, I guess. It's uh, which because the bartenders would like or and resort workers would talk amongst themselves, mm, where us yep. honkies couldn't, uh, you know, necessarily figure out what they were saying. Sure. Um, yeah. So it is a combination. Whatever the language they speak is, well, mostly English, but. Um, a combo of English with some African subtext or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the the shit is, but interesting speak. Yeah, uh, Wagwan. Yeah. That means Wagwan. like, a, how like, you doing? What's yeah, up? How you doing? What's up? Wagwan. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. So the wife and I, we got married in September. Typically, we push any like anniversary trips like big ones out into February um, just because the weather's shitty here and it's nice typically wherever we're going. Yep. So this was our delayed 10-year anniversary trip. Um, so started out hot. Um, I had never seen a quote-unquote celebrity in an airport. Mm, mm-hmm. And of all places to see her first, Madison. Yeah. Um, text Denver this immediately. I had kind of a panic attack because I, so Joe Pavelski, um, hockey player, NHL, shit, he's got to be more than 10 years in the league at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, he had probably just 10 with the San Jose Sharks. He's at yeah. Dallas now for his third season or fourth, maybe? Third. He, yeah, so Jessica ran before our plane boarded. She ran to go to the bathroom quick, and I'm standing there just, like, watching our bags and stuff. And all of a sudden, like, guy vaguely familiar looks by, and it took me half a second to put it together and did, like, a double take. I'm like, holy shit, that was Joe Pavelski. And I just kind of gave him, like, one of those awkward, like, nods, like, What's up, bro? Hey, I know who you are. You- <laughs> bro, what's up, bro? <laughs> know who you are. You have no fucking clue who I am. Um, but, yeah, it- then it made more sense. All-Star break. He yep. wasn't playing in the didn't, All-Star um, games. You didn't, like, utter anything like, uh, love love your stuff or, you know, like. <laughs> no. no. Actually, I was actually kind of taken aback by how, like, small of a person he is. Yeah. He's listed. I, I immediately Google him. Yep. And he's listed at 5'11", like 195. I'm 6'2", 195. Dude, if he's 5'11", that's with his skates on. And if he's 195, dude, soaking wet with, I don't all his gear on. All of his gear on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Small guy. Uh, what? So what was he? This was early in the morning. Yeah. He our was. Flight took off, our flight was supposed to take off at 6 a.m. Okay. And he's leaving Madison. He's leaving Madison. He was walking to his terminal. Yep. So I would imagine going back to Dallas. Yep. Um, what is he like rocking? Sweatsuit? No. Uh, he was wearing a t-shirt, had a backpack on, baseball cap, and pants. I would have pictured him for a no pants kind of guy. Yeah, no, uh, not not a short pants. Big, hey, Texas big belt buckle. <laughs> no big cowboy belt buckle. boots. No, I cowboy think hat. Nope, just what a regular pussy. ball cap. You should have gave him some Texas shit. Like, yeah, no, I think he's still stuck in his California ways. Yeah, probably San Jose. He's a, he's um, a good shit though. Follow him on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Oh, yeah, I love like all the outdoor stuff shit yep. that he does, like in in the yep. off season, but. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was interesting, uh, again, of Madison to be the first airport where I see a quote-unquote celebrity. Um, I've only know. seen one celebrity in the airport that I have knowledge of, like maybe when I was younger, whatever, but it was with uh, Shay, and we saw Nick Cannon. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it would have been, fuck. Yeah, Joe Pavelski's more exciting. Uh, yeah, 
But Nick Cannon had two bodyguards, and he had a gold chain that was probably hundreds of thousands of dollars that was, like, thicker than dog shit, like, hanging on his chest. Hmm. Yeah, see, and if you were not a hockey fan, you, you would have never know known this was Joel Pavelski. Yep. It's the right way this to go. This looked like the most, like, under-the-radar guy, like, could have been a guy you run into at the bar. Sure. Um, so that was pretty cool. That is. Um, so had it's pain in the ass flight Madison to Chicago, which whatever, it's a short flight. So that's nice, but it always just sucks getting on a plane for half an hour. Um, then had some time to kill in the Chicago airport. The main flight, Chicago to Montego Bay. Uh, we upgraded humble brag. Nice. To the extra leg room, not first class. Um, <laughs> so the person who was supposed to sit in our row uh, did not show. So Jessica oh. and I got three seats to ourselves. For the, the big whole, flight. For the big flight. Nice. So that was great start to the trip. Yeah. Like, could not have possibly gone any better unless they're like, hey, we're going to move you up to first class. Yep. Um, so that was great. Uh, got down there um, early. We got really lucky with all of our flights. Um, no thanks to Pete Buttigieg. Um, uh, like, all of our flights were on time, early, everything. Nice. So, anyway, we land in Montego Bay, uh, deboard the plane, and on a hot tip from my sister's fiance, shout out Aaron, uh, we signed up for, it's called Club Mo Bay. So, short for Montego Bay. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Just like a airport. Um, whatever lounge type thing that you can pay for to get into. Not super expensive. If you are going to go to Montego Bay, I do highly recommend it um, because we get off the plane, we walk down like or get off the ramp, walk down another like ramp or whatever. And here is O'Brien, our Club Mo Bay representative, holding a sign. Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Kyle Lord. Dude walks us through the entire process, like asks, hey, do you got to go to the bathroom? Yeah, my back teeth are floating. He (laughs) takes my bag, holds a place in line for us to go through like the whole customs shit or whatever. Uh So I go to the bathroom, Jessica goes to the bathroom, we come back, catch up with O'Brien, he's got our bags, and they speed you through like they have an expedited line if you pay for this. So you get to skip ahead of everybody. So we got through customs immigration all that shit in probably i would say 20 minutes wow and so then they once you're through all that um you know they ask who your transportation is so o'brien goes out finds like the company that we paid for to drive us to the resort yeah and this we, guy knows the people he's exactly, talking to them constantly exactly yeah. so he's like all right you guys go in here order a drink blah 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 because then you pay for this, you get free drinks through this Club Mobay thing, too. Uh-huh. We know more than sit down at the table, order the drink. He comes back in. He's like, hey, ask them to get your drinks to go because your shuttle's outside waiting for you, basically. So we walk outside, and sure shit. I mean, we talk to the guy who is looking at the reg- reservation checklist or whatever. And he's like, yeah, your vehicle will be right here in two minutes. <laughs> um so yeah, we we jump into the van, um, and this is where shit gets interesting. <laughs> um, so our first driver 
taking us to the um, taking us to the resort. Um, as you pull out of the airport, there is this sign, and I will will post it on social media on on our Instagram account because. <laughs> Pulling out, it's it's two or three lanes <clears throat> on the road, and in the middle, so it's two or three lanes going out, and it's two or three lanes coming in, and in the middle of the two, there's just it says Montego Bay sign, not anything special, yep, with whatever tropical looking trees in the background, mm-hmm. and <laughs> our shuttle driver's name is Mister Brown. That's how he introduced himself, Mister Brown. Call me Mister Brown. Um. He just stops right in the left lane. So remember Jamaica, their English influence. So left lane is like their slow lane. Oh. Right lane is their place. But still, just stops in the left lane. And he's like, yeah, a lot of people want to take a picture of this sign. And I, it's on my side of the vehicle. And I'm like, I don't fucking care to take a picture of this. Jessica doesn't care to have a fucking picture of this. But he is adamant that we're going to get a picture of this sign. So I'm fucking scrambling to pull my phone out of my pocket as I'm trying to like and also figure out how to roll down the window. And he's like, oh, I got you. And he just hits the button to door open opens. the door. Oh, my God. So I'm sitting there. I quick snap like two pictures of the Montego Bay sign. He's like, you got what you needed? I'm like, yep, we can go. No, <laughs> so, we want to do a TikTok dance. Yes. You got a moment, Jesus. Mr. Brown? Yeah. Holy fucking! Fuck, let bud. me get let me get Jackson Mahomes out of my luggage, and we'll fucking do a TikTok quick. <laughs> fucking door opens, the your wife's purse flies out, all the shits everywhere. It's like, what a bad way to do yeah. that! Holy so Christ. just not not a great start here. <laughs> um, but anyway, we start going down, and guy turns out to be super knowledgeable, like pointing out like, oh, look to your right here, you'll see this park, and this is what it means, and blah 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 blah. Oh, this is this fish market. This is that, this and the other. Uh, and so it's like, all right, this guy's, you know, knows his shit. He's pretty cool. And then he's like, all right, now to your right, you'll see the parishes. So in, we have counties in Wisconsin here. They have parishes in Jamaica. Um, he's like, so the parish of St. James, this is the jail and the cop shop and this place is fuck the size of maybe two quick trips okay together yeah and this is like the county jail (laughs) just a shitty dilapidated building and it's it's chain link fence that's about eight feet high and then razor wire above it and he's like yeah so if you get in trouble you know this is where you come until you get um, sentence then they send you to the prison in in kingston and jessica just makes the joke of like oh i guess we don't want to be there and he's like no 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 but they take bribes like, oh just throws that out like sweet. you guys get in trouble all you got to do is just flash flash some cash and you're good to go wow money talks so he we actually have to drive so we came from behind the building drive up one side and then we turn right to the front of the building and the fucking gates are wide open. So it's like, and there's nobody outside. There's no guard towers or anything. So it's like, if you could even get out of your cell, you could probably walk right out of that place. <laughs> A lot but, of people don't go to jail there. No, no. I'm guessing not. But uh, so anyway, we get closer. As we get closer to who the um, 
uh, resort. Um, so bef- I guess I should back up a little bit. Before we left, I looked up because everybody talks about like weed in Jamaica. Everybody oh, smokes yeah. pot in Jamaica. Big yeah. thing. Looked it up. It's actually illegal. Like weed is illegal. In, I would have never guessed in that. Jamaica. No, I would not have either. But Mr. Brown apparently doesn't give a shit because he can bribe the cops. Exactly. So he turns to me and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, hope you guys are here for a good time. You know, if you want to smoke or whatever, you know, I've got some stuff. Uh, I can either get you pre-rolled. I can teach you how to roll it or whatever. And so we're, we're talking about pot a little bit, I guess. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, so you guys just smoke or do you do the white? <laughs> and my... Innocent wife, uh, she no clue what's going on. So thank God she didn't answer because she admitted she's like I would have been like yeah we do that all the time or whatever <laughs> just to blend in yeah. like yeah what do you got she's never seen Scarface or anything <laughs> but I like I'm like no 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 we don't need any of that or anything and so she's like well and my mom probably has no idea what we're talking about here either so mom <laughs> white is cocaine. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've never had any interest in doing cocaine, and I'm not going to buy it from a guy I met 10 minutes ago in a third world country and die of a fentanyl overdose. Yeah, it'd probably be the time to say no thank you. Yeah. So (laughs) that's the biggest time. Yeah. So, so turn that down, asked him what he wanted for some joints, you know, to be friendly. Just to, yeah. Yeah. Play into the hand a little bit. And I'm like, I was like, ah, no, you know, we're not going to be here that long. Do you take Bitcoin? (laughs) That's all I got. All my funds. All I got is ass coins. All my funds are tied up. Uh, So, did he like showcase all of it? Like, I've heard that they just like start throwing it out. Like, he was digging around, like in the center console. He had like a like a cosmetics bag that he dug his hand into, pulled out Gucci. I'm sure Louis Vuitton didn't even pay attention. And he he pulls out a Ziploc baggie of four four joints, whatever nice. hands them to me, and I'm like, Do they know. look? If you had to guess what a joint looked like, were those the ones if, that like yeah that first, were reputable? First joints I've ever seen. Yeah, they seem to be rolled great. Nice. Like a, yep. Like a cigarette, maybe. Like maybe yeah, something cigarettes. like that. Yeah. Um, not a not a smart poker. So <laughs> turn that down. Yep. Um. Just here for the red stripes, man. Yeah. Wagwan, man. <laughs> Wagwan. Red stripe and rum, please. Um, so, yeah. So, interesting trip getting in. Um, yeah. We walk in to check into the resort and uh, whatever. Going through. So, Jessica booked pretty much the whole trip. I was charged with booking the excursion. Oh, I can handle nice. that. So, we go to check in. And Jessica's like being asked the questions by the lady at the front desk, and Jessica like upgraded our room, and so whatever that's not a big deal. This Jessica then reaches like grabs her credit card to pay for the upgraded room, and like the lady just absolutely roasts me like we don't have a shared bank account. Oh, <laughs> I'm letting Jessica pay for You're the shit, and I'm like. I'm like, this is not how you like. I don't know if you're looking for tips. Typically, I don't tip front desk people, but this is a way to sure as fuck are not getting one. Yeah. Um, and she ended up giving me a hug on the last day because she recognized us or whatever, and oh, maybe nice. she felt like shit. But probably. 
But yeah, so anyway, we go up to our room. <laughs> uh, we had stayed at this chain when we went to Costa Rica, and this was specifically why we went to this resort. Um, not nearly as nice. The housekeeping was not nearly as great. Uh, mm. But overall, great experience at the resort. Jamaican people, for the most part, other than the front desk bitch. Um, <laughs> what was very her nice. What was her name? Im- Imani, I believe. Mrs. Brown? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, she, well, she was a lot younger than he was. Oh. Like, Have you ever read Old Man in the Sea, Ernest Hemingway? Mm. Because Mr. Brown was like... So that took place in Cuba. Okay. But like the mental image that you get when you like read a book or whatever, they would have been Mr. Brown. <laughs> okay. Like just wiry, old black man. Just sure. Are these locals or are they people that these tra- are, travel are, to work there? These are all locals. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, we get shown to our room. How housekeeping wasn't phenomenal the whole time we were there, like had to order room service to get our beer and water and the in the room replenished. Um, Despicable. Which, I mean, you have to ask for something. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Fucking, I already paid for this. You guys say that you re, you restock it daily, but they're um, drinking it. Yeah, exactly. They're taking it, probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, Elvin at, at the Barracuda Bar. There, fucking. The, he was the bartender. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Just cracking jokes. That's got to. I mean, it's got to be a great job. Like, hey, yeah. I was born in Jamaica. There's this tourism industry that's like the lifeblood of this island. Yeah. And I have a knack for talking to people, having a good time, pouring some drinks, Dude selling some cocaine jokes. maybe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I so I looked it up and the average like because I looked up like what the average salary was in Jamaica for um just the average salary in Jamaica and it's like fucking Eight thousand U.S. dollars or what? Some shit they like use that. the shilling or the they rup- have Jamaican dollars. The ruple. Oh, have, the Jamaican so, dollars. Did you bring so, any back? No, I did not bring back shit. any Jamaican dollars. God damn it. Um, but oh, so fun fact. I'm gonna circle back to the weed thing and Mr. Brown here. Um, so I looked it up. Though weed is illegal down there, it is decriminalized. Hell yeah. And it might as well be legal because you can have two ounces on your person. Jesus Christ. <laughs> two ounces or less on your person. And I had to explain to Jessica, I'm like, that's a lot of fucking weed. Like, <laughs> for everybody to be walking around with two ounces. From what I'm told. Yes. Just from what I've seen in TV shows and movies or correct. whatever. Yes. Correct. Um, so you can have that or you can have either five plants per person or five plants per house. You should have asked Mr. Brown for a plant. Like, should no, I want to I want to bring a plant. the entire plant. <laughs> they also have dispensaries because it's decriminalized, but uh so recreational weed is illegal, but they have medicinal. Hmm. You can big go, pharma. You can literally just walk into one of the dispensaries and say I would like to purchase a medical marijuana card okay. for $10. Or you can roll the dice and carry around your two you can carry around more than two ounces, and if you're caught with more than two ounces, you are fined 500 Jamaican dollars, which is like 10 with bucks. the exchange rate is $3 to $4 American. Are you shitting me? I'm not shitting you. 500 look, Jamaican dollars is yes, four bucks. It was like 135 Jamaican dollars to one US dollar. Whoa. Yes. So, Lindsay, we're moving to Jamaica. So some of the tips that I gave people, like Mr. Brown... 
I gave Mr. Brown a 20. He changed I his life. Dude, that's what I told Jesse. I was like, I think I just doubled his salary for like the year <laughs> on the tip I just gave him. Holy fuck. So it was, yeah, it was, that was insane. Um, Mr. Brown, crazy. Uh, so a lot of Canadians down there at the resort we stayed at. Mm. There was a Canadian company actually like paid for all of their employees to come down for some sort of conference. Oh, wow. So that was kind of cool because they had like functions going on most of the nights. So like the restaurants that we wanted to go to, wide open. We could get wow. into whenever bars were dead. You just couldn't go to that certain section of the beach, which we didn't go to the beach when it was dark out anyway. So Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. That is cool. Um, did you guys go off campus? Like, did you, we did. So middle of the week to break up the week, we did a booze cruise slash snorkeling trip. Oh, cool. Um, so it was like five, 10 minute car ride from the resort to the marina, jump on a catamaran. Um, and then so like people from other resorts are going to the same thing. Yeah. So on our, from our resort, it was Jessica and I, and then it was a group of five or six, like, middle-aged women, hmm. um, all there without their husbands. Apparently, they take a girl's trip every year, and they were a riot. They were, like, throwing back cocktails on the boat like it was their job. Like, they're not, they're, we're not going snorkeling. So by the time, so we, it was a three-hour excursion total, um, and you could if the hotel, one of the other hotel buildings wouldn't have been in the way, we could have seen where we started and where, we, like, the destination we went to and then back. Huh. So you come around, like, the corner or whatever and get to this coral reef and whatever. You're in the water for a little bit and 10 minutes would have been enough. They give you, like, 20 to 30 minutes to snorkel. Did you see some shit? We did, but it was all, like... Within the first five to ten minutes, you saw it all because yeah. it was just the same fish. They're sitting there feeding the fish to make sure, sure. that, like, you're going to see something. Yeah. So I took the GoPro, but it wasn't, like, anything. Like, I was hoping to see, like, sea turtles yeah. or a shark or some shit. That did not happen. Uh, then you get back on the boat, and they take you to a fucking Margaritaville. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville <laughs> of all places. You guys don't have these in Wisconsin, do yeah. you? So... They have a, whatever, a 100-foot water slide that looked rickety as fuck, like held up by, like, the, the not, like, the tie-down straps that you and I would have, but, like, the semi-grade ones or whatever, like, strapped to, I'm like, I'm not going on that fucking thing. Oh, did, so, did you see anyone do it? There was a few people that were doing it, and nice. then they had, like, a water trampoline and shit. Um, Jessica and I go in, and, like, whatever, they had a souvenir shop, so we go in there and... Of course, right away they come and ask if you want a drink, and Jess is like, "Oh, sure, I'll take a margarita." I was like, "Yeah, I'll just take a beer or whatever." So for a margarita, like sixteen ounce margarita, let's say, and a twelve ounce red stripe, what would you guess would be our bill in a third world country? Yeah, in American dollars. <clears throat> I was gonna say probably a million Jamaican dollars. <laughs> uh, in American dollars, I bet you're looking at twenty five for the margarita and. 10 or more for the beer so Jesus. 40 bucks it was with a tip it was like 35 bucks okay i'm thinking like shit this is gonna be 10 like, and 10 10 and 5 yeah i'm yeah. gonna be like i'm gonna be out of here for a 20 spot yeah be fine so i'm just like it's what a tourist the fuck? Tra- they do oh, that on purpose absolutely yeah. because yeah. then there's a guy walking around on stilts like dressed all goofy and shit 
And he comes walking up. And he's like, hey, do you want to take a picture or whatever? And Jessica and I don't fucking care to take a picture with this guy. But Jessica's like, sure, I guess. You want to take a picture? We'll take a picture. So then he fucking shakes me down for a tip. Yep. After I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. So then I'm just pissed. And then whatever. Negative Yelp review right yep. away. Yep. So you get, get on Google. Get back on the boat. And by this point, the old white women oh. are fucking feeling it. Yep. And the boat crew was phenomenal. Like bunch of younger people. One of them looked like a younger version of Trick Daddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, they were all fucking great, but they start playing the Jamaican tunes. Okay. And one of these ladies is feeling the dancing. <laughs> and so she's like... Where are the videos of this? Did oh you my get God. some? No, I should oh. have. But like all her friends are sitting there watching. Like One of them was still somewhat sober, and she was like 80, but she still would have called me out. <laughs> so... Yeah, whatever. They're like learning. Mo- then they start turning on like um, Cotton Eye Joe and shit like that. <laughs> and there's some rednecks also from other resorts. And they're like, fucking hell yeah, brother. And like just having a great time. And Jessica's trying to get me to dance. And I'm like, there is not enough beer on this boat to get me to dance. So whatever. It was cool, I guess, and off and got off got off the resort for a little bit so that was yeah that was fun but yeah a lot of sitting on the beach water was amazing fucking weather i was shitting a brick leading up to it oh yeah was, that's the worst part is just anticipation yeah, of I mean, that there it was over a 50 percent chance of thunderstorms like every day leading up to going down and we got rained on the first night for fuck five ten minutes i mean you could have sat outside for five minutes and not worried about your clothes getting soaking wet sure so. with it being an island like shit just rolls through quick yeah I, oh it, they were i mean the the forecast was absolutely right like technically it was still montego bay and you could see to our north or our south that in the mountains it was raining every single day oh wow so yeah lucked out with the weather saw a cat fight there was some some um wild cats or whatever yeah i like on your beach or what just at the resort yeah on the beach we were sitting at the at the bar one night and all of a sudden you just hear like (laughs) like the fucking (laughs) like if you're watching a cartoon how you expect that that's what it was And i'm like you've got to be shitting me (laughs) and so there was that and i tried to feed feed one a bone at the restaurant and they must not be hurting for food because he like licked it like three times he's like fuck you and this <laughs> yeah. no meat having bone that's all you got yeah <laughs> saw a mongoose on the last day so that was oh, pretty hell cool yeah. um but yeah and then again uh oh i guess one other thing uh i'm gonna call it insta insanity the amount of fucking social people. media influencers. Oh my god! One breakfast, some chick is like holding up a piece of pineapple to like this tropical tree and like snapping her picture, and I didn't think of any of this because I was like, I should have taken so many videos or pictures and sent it to uh, influencers in yes. the wild. Yes, because there was one fucking. I I just called him Chad because he was probably our age, so early to mid thirties. Yep. Just, like, the kind of guy who, like, just gets his rocks off on working out because the first time we saw him, he was, his girlfriend was, like, crouched down taking videos of him, of, like, walking, like, 
the like big fucking muscle guy walk oh like just the shoulders God. like and arms like puffed out like side to side wow. walking on the beach and i'm like this is fucking and he had like the tribal fucking matching tribal armbands yeah. on each bicep and then his other like normal looking buddy like average size guy is down with his wife and he's like he, chad is talking to an average guy uh like, oh, yeah, I saw you got your workout in today, bro. Like, you got to be feeling, like, just great today. Like, yeah, I'm going to go take my protein shake up to the bar and ask him to put two shots of coconut rum in it. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So, like, his hype man. It's oh, like yeah. his hype man. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Just insane. Good good for those guys. So, yeah, that was so that was Losers. pretty much the trip. Mobay, Club Mobay again. Fucking speed pass through security coming back so that helps in the airport oh absolutely and then so we international flight you know supposed to get there like three hours early we speed pass through we sat in club mo bay which when as you're coming in the lounge is nothing to like be impressed by it's like just a tiny little fucking room basically on the way back it's like multi-level like full bar, like lots oh. of places to sit. So we sat there for probably two plus hours. Oh wow! And because you got through drink, so quick, yeah, just drinking for free. Wow. Um, for the listeners, what does the club mobay for two people to like be a part of it? What does that cost? It, I, I would have to go back and look, but it was somewhere between a hundred and fifty to a hundred and eighty dollars okay and that's both ways you can do it one way or both ways okay we did it both ways so for the yeah the trip for the investment like the speed and ease of getting through shit just being able to give somebody your bags and take a piss while they're waiting exactly yeah exactly it was definitely worth it so if you're ever going to montego bay i highly recommend that and is that where do you sign up for that you can do it online like they have just, their own thing. Yeah, it's I, not through the airline or through anything. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I just googled like Club Mobay, and yep. it pops up. Um, huh. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth the money. Um, overall, the experience, I would give it right around a twenty-four pack. I mean, Ooh. just nice. Hell the, yeah. It, not. Stayed at again, sim the exact same chain in a different location was much nicer. Um, but the people were phenomenal, like that worked on the resort. Um, weather was beautiful. I mean, the Club Mo Bay thing definitely worth the money. One of your notes here, I see that you didn't touch on Whitney Houston reincarnated. Oh, yeah, so at the resort, they have like different shit going on every night shows and stuff yeah like beach party this beach party that um this one yoga in the pool yeah like stuff like water aerobics shit like that um so the one night i can't remember which night not important we were so the restaurants are all kind of like in the same general location and there is a piano bar there um, outside of the piano bar, they set up a stage and they had, it was like, uh, I don't even remember what night it technically was, but it was just live music. So we're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, whatever. We'll see what that's about. Yeah. I think I sent you a Snapchat of it. This chick. Belting it out. would have closed your eyes, I believe she was singing the one that I sent you was, I will always love you. Sounds right. 
if you would have closed your eyes, you would have honestly thought it was Whitney Houston there. I'm like, I turned to Jesse. I was like, I have no idea how this chick isn't like the next Rihanna. Yeah. Huh. And like, that's probably her full-time gig is like, yeah. she's performing at all the different resorts. Exactly. Like just bouncing around. But it's like, how does she not have a record? Because she, she could sing. Oh, man. And this day and age, you don't got to write your own songs. Speaking, so. oh my God, I'm so glad you just, we brought this up. The, probably the guy that had to clean up Pat Dixon's shit in the bathroom. <laughs> I went in, during the trade show, I went into the bathroom and was just, you know, getting the barbecue out, hanging out. And this guy was cleaning the bathroom with like, it looked like a, one of the brooms you use for curling, like a Swiffer, you know, like a short, <laughs> like he's literally scrubbing every, the floor, the sink, the walls with this one thing. And I'm like, all right, well that's counterproductive probably, but he starts singing. I took a video, which is not of him. It's just to try to get the audio. It's just of the shit water on the floor. <laughs> that guy right there just says, you're in the wrong profession. You should be singing. Just wait. Somebody just farted. I thought it would be louder. It's not as loud as I wanted to be. He's singing in Spanish or some other language. And at one point he starts belting it out. And who was like, Mi corazón? It's like, how how do these people like have the jobs that they have? Like, I, how are they not discovered? He And dude, people are coming in there and dropping ass and pissing on the floor. And he's cleaning it up. And he's just got his earbuds in. And he is fucking singing his dick off. And it was incredible. I like... I just sat there. I, had, I was already done. I just sat there to listen. Yeah. <laughs> it was refreshing. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point. It's like, what? She might have a good gig, though. Like working at all the different yeah, resorts. Yeah, I'm sure she makes money, but uh, she could make know, a lot record more. Record deals, she'd be making millions. <laughs> yeah. Get her maybe on Spotify. She's just tied to home. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mr. Brown and her are just yeah. set up <laughs> selling it's cocaine. Mr. <laughs> maybe it's Mr. Brown's daughter. <laughs> I guess if she's like a fucking cocaine heiress, then. Yeah. She's She's, she's got probably money. worth millions. She's got money. This is just a hobby. Uh, so yeah, successful trip. You said twenty four pack out of twenty. So yeah, four out of five. Twenty four pack. Yeah, yeah nice. not bad. I it makes me want to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beautiful place. Um, great experience overall. A couple things I would have changed, but yeah. Awesome. Well, um, that brings us to the end of episode seven. We are. Sorry, I got a little rambly on my... No, both of us were all into it. I And that's the kind of shit, and I'm speaking for our listeners because I don't really give a fuck. It's the kind of shit they want to hear. Stories. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Whether if you they can find you a Mr. Brown, like, you've got to tell that story. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, sponsor shout-outs for this week. Uh, Bushlight, uh, Uncle Nearest Bourbon. Kyle, what was the fun fact you had about Uncle Nearest Bourbon? Uh, he was the... African American feller who taught Jack Daniels how mm. to make whiskey, uh, and this if this is what he was making, he knew what he was doing. Knew what he was doing. I would agree. Um, then freedom, of course, and the 115th fighter wing in Madison. Thank you for shooting yeah. shit down. Maybe don't miss the first time. Yeah, dial that in. S- save us 440k next time. Fuck. Hopefully they charge Michigan for that or the feds or something. But 
yeah, those are the sponsors for this week. Um, and uh, D's Nuts, obviously. Yeah, D's Nuts. So Get you a two-nut bar. Two-nut bar. Need that. Well, that wraps it up. So thanks for listening, guys. Pretty good, and you? Good, and you?